Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up, it's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, and we're here each week talking about financial planning matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. At Woman's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. And we have a great program for you today. So we're going to just dive right in. We've got some good stuff coming. Our first topic today is about a new act that became law January 1st, 2020. And it's called Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act, or better known as the New Secure Act. So you need to listen up because this affects your retirement accounts. So Jeanette, I want you to explain some of the big changes that are ahead of us. Wow, how much time do we have, Angelia? You've got two minutes, go. Oh, well, (laughs) okay. I've been analyzing the SECURE Act, and wow, is it a major game changer. It is the biggest change we have seen in the last decade or two, and I want to address some of them, the the key issues that affect pre-retirees and retirees pretty quickly. And there are about 10 really relevant changes. That's not all that was included in the SECURE Act, but those are the ones relevant to uh, our audience basically. The first is that there's no more age limits for traditional IRA contributions beginning in 2020. In the past, we had an age limit. It was 70 and a half. So the, before the SECURE Act, you could you had to stop. And what we're seeing are a lot of people are continuing to work. Now they have the opportunity to continue saving in those IRAs. Well, so that really makes sense because people are, we're working longer and we're living longer, which is a good thing. And this gives you a chance to save a little bit more and maybe defer some taxes, right? Right. And because of that, the second significant change is that required minimum distributions can start a little later. The new law raises the age for beginning those minimum distributions. It used to be 70 and a half, and now the new law raises it to 72 before you have to start drawing down your IRA assets. So for if you turn 70 and a half as of January 1st of 2020, then you uh, don't have to take your required minimum distributions until the age of 72. 72. Oh, so that's Isn't great that news. exciting? That is. That's great news. It's news that I need to tell my parents because they complain about that. Not so fast. You're still required to take required minimum distributions if you started taking your minimum distributions prior to 2020. So if you were, uh, your parents may still be required to take it. So remember, the law doesn't apply unless you hit 70 and a half after January 1st, 2020. So it's not a good break for your parents or others who... Sorry, you turned 70 and a half before. It's good for me. I'm excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I guess I maybe jumped the gun and and wanting to make sure that they would benefit. But so what are some of the changes with the SECURE Act that we can really look forward to? Well, one thing that didn't change is the age for qualified charitable distributions because that remains the same. And that was a really cool way to save taxes. Okay, so that's a new one for me then. Explain what a qualified charitable distribution is. Okay, I'm going to call it a QCD. 
because that's what you're seeing it all over the press. This is the part of the tax code that allows the IRA account owner at age 70 and a half to contribute to a maximum of up to $100,000 of their IRAs. And you could donate it to a charity or a 501c3 of your choice. And it can be considered as part of your required minimum distributions. So that's not going to be taxed. And even though the new rule extended the required minimum distribution age to 72, you can still use that part of the tax code at 70 and a half. So that's a cool thing. Well, that's great news because usually when we see retirement account laws change, they aren't the best, let's be honest. Oh, yes. And, and these, are, these are not really good. So tell us some other good news that you want us to know about the SECURE Act. Well, there's more opportunities for IRA contributions because the law expanded the definition of compensation. And that is for the purposes of IRA contributions uh, to include like taxable fellowships and stipends for graduate and postgraduate students. That's good news. But let me throw out some really bad news, which I believe has the greatest impact. Well, there's always a catch with these complex uh, you laws, got it. always. So it seems like they throw us a few crumbs and then they hit us with a big, but wait, that's, you know, really not all the good news. Let me tell you some more information about it. Exactly. Uh, the biggest impact, Angelia, is the loss of the stretch IRA. This is a, a tremendous impact and begs the need to come back and replan any individuals who believe they are they were saving some IRAs for the next generation. Because beginning for deaths after December 31st of 2019, the stretch IRA is replaced, get this, with a 10-year rule for the vast majority of beneficiaries. That 10-year rule has a negative impact because it says you have to spend down that IRA in 10 years. No more stretch IRAs. Mm, okay, well, explain what a stretch IRA is for those of us who may not know, and you know, to make sure that we understand the implications of the loss of the stretch that you're talking about here. It's almost like you can kind of write a song, goodbye, stretch IRA. <laughs> you got the hey, I like that. <laughs> you should. A stretch IRA, Angelia, is a way that allows you to pass your IRA assets upon your death to a non spouse and have the IRA distributions taken out across your beneficiary's life expectancy, which allows you to help them grow their wealth by taking IRA funds incrementally based on their life stage. And they presumably are significantly younger than you are. Now they're required to use up the IRAs in 10 years, and they have to have the account completely emptied by year 10. And the big change that impacts uh, not only you and your desire to grow the wealth of the next generation, but impacts their tax situation. So think about it. If they got a $500,000 IRA distribution, which I'm seeing many receive, that has to be spent down in 10 years. So they have to add that $50,000 a year to their income every year. So it taxes their personal income, not just the IRA. Wow, that's a whammy then, this information. I mean, because I think there are a lot of things that can be done to manage this and avoid the tax implications on children or other beneficiaries. You're right. It's called multi-generational planning. No longer is it good enough just to plan for your generation. There's still strategies that you can use very effectively. And we've already started implementing these strategies for many of our clients. You don't want to leave the kids with a tax time bomb. 
It's not your problem. You're six feet under, but now your kids have a tax time bomb. It's called legacy optimizing strategies where you take your IRAs now and use them incrementally to pay for a life insurance policy for your kids. And that goes to your kids tax free. Now is the time to plan and how you will use those IRAs tax efficiently is very critical for several generations to come. So you either plan now or you're going to pay later in taxes, which is going to take a huge bite out of that, that IRA value. So again, the need is an inheritance as tax invested folks is not a gift to your kids. Your kids are not going to welcome that. No, it isn't. I mean, so if you haven't planned for a tax-efficient distribution of your IRAs, or if you haven't created a strategy to protect you for the long haul, you need to give us a call because every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized retirement life plan that addresses all of your needs and the needs of your loved ones. So don't take chances with your retirement and give us a call to protect your future and give you the retirement that you deserve. And for the next 10 callers today, we're gonna give you a customized retirement lifestyle plan at no obligation, nothing, and understand something. It's not a one size fits all plan. It's customized specifically for you. And here's what you'll get with your customized plan, a report that gives you a cost of your retirement to make sure that you don't run out of money. We'll figure out the best time to take your social security, analyze potential impact of a long-term care need, and also show you what would happen to you if you should lose a source of income. We'll make sure that you can survive that stress test and we'll analyze your tax return to look for savings and taxes, and to understand the impacts of all of your IRAs, whether you use them during your lifetime or when your beneficiaries actually inherit them. And finally, we'll look at your legal documents, life insurance policies, annuity contracts, and anything else you have that you have concerns about to make sure that they protect your retirement journey with value based on your goals. All of this totally complimentary if you save $200,000 for retirement. Be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle plan. This is a great offer for a free customized lifestyle plan. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your lifestyle plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. 8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized retirement income plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. And this is a great time for a brief break for us. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back to continue talking about the Secure Act. And you won't want to miss the rest of the story with Jeanette. If you're a woman and you don't have a plan in place for how to handle your retirement savings, then be careful. In her book, Wise Up Women, author, radio host, and financial planner Jeanette Bajalia warns women about the roadblocks they face in their financial future. 
women have traditionally worked in lower paying jobs without pension plans and with caregiving interruptions. Women have earned 77 cents to every dollar a man earns. And that translates, are you ready for this, to lost earnings of $300,000. Women step out of the workforce on the average 19 years to care for their children, for elderly parents, for spouses. Couple all this with longevity in women Women will end up in some type of financial crisis if they don't plan for these unexpected life events. And that's why I wrote the book, to help women take charge of their financial future by understanding the connection between their health and their wealth. The book is Wise Up Women. The company and show is Woman's Worth. Call today for a complimentary review with your local Woman's Worth expert by dialing 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And today we're going to dive right in and continue our review of the SECURE Act. And earlier in the program, we learned it's the good news and it's also a little bit of the bad news, but it's information you need to know. We discussed the loss of the stretch of the IRA. In fact, that you can now defer required minimum distributions until the age of 72. And there are a few other changes that we need to be aware of too, that allow you to continue contributing to IRAs after the age of 70 and a half. So I'm not sure if you know that, but now we do. And now let's continue because you absolutely need to understand how this new SECURE Act impacts your retirement planning as importantly as your legacy planning. So Jeanette, what are some of the other changes that we need to be aware of with the SECURE Act? Well, another good news change, Angelia, is that we got new help for parents. Beginning in 2020, the SECURE Act adds a new 10% penalty exception for births and adoptions, and it applies to both IRAs and employer plans like 401ks and 403bs. That's a huge change and a benefit, but of course, it's limited to $5,000 for each birth and adoption. And it's good news so that you can be younger than 59 and a half and you can use some of your retirement savings without paying that 10% federal tax penalty. Ah, okay. Well, I don't want to get too complicated, but it seems like people who have already retired with one idea of what they were going to do with their IRAs now, they have to kind of go back and go back to the drawing board, shall we say, and maybe replan. Does that make sense? Uh, Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. And I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get with a like-minded advisor and understand the implications of the SECURE Act specifically for your unique life goals and situation. And more importantly, to make sure you don't leave a tax time bomb behind because that's the last thing you want to do. As we said earlier, the stretch IRA rule has been replaced with the 10-year rule. 
And that 10-year rule for the majority of beneficiaries, if they're not a spouse, when your spouse takes over that IRA, it's different because it can become their own IRA. But what this means is that a Roth IRA, because it applies to Roth IRAs, as well as a traditional IRA left to a child, a grandchild, a friend, or any other family member other than a spouse is required to be emptied out by year 10. That's ugly. So if the person inheriting the IRA is already in a high tax bracket and they have to empty that inherited IRA in 10 years, look out for taxes because in 10 years, I think we can anticipate that taxes are going to be increased. And for Roth IRAs that are inherited, you'll need to empty that account in 10 years. But at least a Roth isn't taxed. Mm. I mean, even though you can empty it, you have to empty it. It's still not taxed. So it's a traditional IRA, so it's more of an issue. That's very interesting. Okay, well, so what are some of the implications for this then? For many of our listeners who've planned on leaving IRAs to their children or grandchildren, they're really questioning right now how to do this. I mean, this is an amazing bit of information because the rules of the game have changed. I mean, after you've played this game for many years, I mean, I feel like that's really not fair to change everything now at this point. Okay, now fair isn't really part of the equation. So if you're looking for fairness, get away from the tax code, okay? There are many implications that we can discuss in general, but the real implications need to be addressed in the context of your own life goals and your own legacy planning needs. So that's really where the rubber hits the road. Many people come to us to determine whether they should have a Roth conversion of all their assets. And this is not a to convert or not to convert problem solving issue only. Yeah, you can consider that one tentacle of the issue. It's an issue of answering a basic question. What are you trying to accomplish with the conversion? And at what life stage are you going to use that Roth IRA? So really nothing is a simple black and white answer, is it? I mean, it really is never black and white with this. It's always a gray area, it seems like. But it looks like that's why you promote customized planning here at Women's Worth. It really depends on your goals and what the purpose of your money is. That's right, Angelia. I've been hearing a lot of financial media stress that everyone should do this or everyone should do that. And I, I read a lot of what the financial gurus recommendations are and what they're saying. And it's all a one size fits all approach dealing with these new IRA changes. Beware of anyone promoting a one size fits all planning process. Every individual family is unique. Yeah, nobody wants the cookie cutter plan. And aside from the 10 year requirements to spend down those inherited IRAs. Are there any other areas that we should be aware of with the SECURE Act right now? Yeah, I'll mention a couple. There are five classes of eligible designated beneficiaries who are exempt from the 10 year payout rules. So you can still stretch those IRAs. These include obviously your surviving spouse because they can make that IRA their own. You can uh, minor children, not grandchildren, just minor children can be exempt from it. Disabled individuals, we can waive that 10-year payout for disabled individuals, the chronically ill and beneficiaries that are not more than 10 years younger than the IRA owner. So those people we can waive it. So if you fit any of these classes, then 
cool. You can avoid that 10-year payout. Okay, so once again, that magnifies the need to do planning for your unique situation. Everybody's very unique. And to understand who will inherit the IRAs ultimately. So you don't want to leave it to someone else to decide it for you, right? Right. And before we take another break, there's one more thing we need to make sure you know about the changes with the SECURE Act. Often, an IRA account owner names a trust as the beneficiary to pretty much force a stretch IRA. It's kind of like a strategy to protect your beneficiaries from themselves when you have kind of that spendthrift kid or that spendthrift, you know, those that just don't know how to manage money and they don't look to the future for money matters. Well, many trusts will no longer work as planned under these new rules. So if you named a trust as your IRA beneficiary, your plan needs an immediate review and a probable overhaul, not only your financial plan, but your estate plan. Absolutely, especially estate plan. So another reason why you really want to get good advice when it comes to these IRAs and why they need to come to you here at Woman's Worth. Yeah, good advice is more important than ever now because the world's getting way more complex. The SECURE Act has changed the game when it comes to retirement and estate planning and a qualified financial advisor can help guide you through all the rules and ensure that you are best positioned to take advantage of the breaks while avoiding all the pitfalls because there is good news and there's bad news in the SECURE Act. And I'd like to invite you to come in and visit with the team at Woman's Worth because we can help you navigate through the SECURE Act. We can help you navigate it specifically for your unique situation. And we can even address other retirement planning issues that you may not be aware you'll encounter. And for the next 10 callers, we're going to customize design for you an easy to understand, fully integrated retirement life plan that will protect you through your retirement. There's no obligation or cost for this review. Here is what you can expect in your next visit. First, we'll run a report to determine the cost of your retirement to make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of time. We'll give you a fee report to help you untangle what it's costing you to be in your current path. And we'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts by reducing fees and managing risk. We'll also perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow because money saved in taxes is just as green as money grown in the market. And finally, we'll create a customized retirement lifestyle plan using proven strategies that turbocharge your income during retirement and give you a worry-free retirement journey. So for the next 10 callers, you'll receive a totally customized retirement lifestyle protection when you come in for your visit with the team at Woman's Worth. We'll give you a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Retirement Done Right, because you have one chance at this to get retirement done right. And Jeanette's here to help with that. So the number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. 8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized retirement lifestyle plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. And this is a great time for a brief break for us. And don't go away because when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the greatest retirement risks. And you don't want to miss the long-term care challenge that's coming up. 
Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. Right now, I want to shift our focus and talk about a major retirement risk that many people think about being way too late. Living longer means a higher probability of long-term care costs. Oh, yes. And this is a critical conversation to have because of the costs of long-term care. And most people think the costs are skyrocketing with skilled nursing care. And when we say skilled nursing care, those are like what was traditionally called nursing homes. But the recent report by Genworth and the cost of care survey for 2019 shows that the increase from 2018 to 2019, the highest increase was in homemaker services. Imagine that. That's the highest increase. So we've all been concerned about the increasing expenses in a skilled nursing facility and the appreciation of the, that cost at a high level, but not anymore. Is that the, is that the only concern? Hmm. So what you're saying is really that the highest increase in long-term care services is, is in homemaker services, like home health and bringing care into your home. Am I getting that right? You sure are. That's the interesting. Here's the national data. Homemaker services, and these, again, are services that help you age in place. And I know we build aging in place strategy for our clients that allow you to stay at home and get help with cooking, with cleaning. Um, they increased a little over, get this, 7% 2019 over 2018. And home health aids... Those are the ones that you just get to help you with some medical issues. Increased 4.5%. While nursing home care, that increased only 1.8%. So when you look at that, Angelia, the annual cost of homemaker services right now, if you wanted to hire someone to come in to your home, is uh, the national average is 51480 And the assisted living annual cost is 48600 while full nursing care for a private room, are you ready for this private room? How this much? A hundred and two thousand. Oh my dollars! That's year. outrageous. That is so much. And I mean, I totally understand right now why you're sounding this alarm. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Because I mean, you have to plan now, or you have to pay later and pay a hundred and two thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. I mean, what's driving up the cost with someone is as basic as homemaker services. You're just having someone come in and help. That's expensive. Well, Angelia, aging in place has been a popular choice. In fact, when I work with families. I highly recommend that they create plans to age in place and get their homes ready. But the world is different now, and in-home care costs are rising faster than facility costs due to there's like a shortage of skilled workers. Look at our un unemployment rates. We don't have enough workers to meet the increasing demands in a very tight labor market that we have now. So as people get older, the baby boomer population is getting older and we have a labor shortage. Then costs of complying with new mandates at the local, state, and at the federal levels require certifications and regulations. So there's all these mandates that make it quite costly and drive up costs. And then there's a final reason. There's been a shift from post-acute Medicare reimbursement. That's real 
tricky. People don't talk about that. You don't hear the media talking about it. It's causing hospitals to discharge patients sooner. And they, they discharge patients sooner, and there's greater care needs that have to be funded. So when you add all these economic issues with the aging population, we just basically have a perfect storm. So basically what you're saying is this takes planning to make sure you have the quality of life that you deserve and that you desire. Should you actually need that long-term care or desire that at home so that you do heal properly? Exactly. Planning is essential in the absence of planning. Long-term care decisions are often driven by crisis, such as when a parent is discharged from the hospital and can no longer manage on their own, that's usually when families realize they can't afford the care for their loved ones and the critical care that they want to have for their loved ones. So the conversation has to be open before that point of crisis. I've lived the experience with my own caregiving responsibilities with my mother. I totally get it. I'm not just a financial advisor that's speaking to you out of an intellectual mode. I have an experiential moment of truth. And one hospital stay, and I heard those words, she can't be alone. And I had to implement my plan. My plan was to have my mother age in place in my home, like many of you desire. But I had been getting my home ready. I'd been setting aside the financial resources I knew that I could potentially need when that time came. And I've, I, I had been identifying resources that I would bring bring in when that time came. So the time came and I didn't panic because I had a plan that I had been putting in place incrementally. I simply let my plan work for me. It takes proactive planning for optimal cost efficiency. And you've got to be ahead of the game. I think it hit home when you said she can't be alone. I think many of us have heard those words from our family members that have been in the in the hospital situation that we had exactly. to bring home and then it turns your life upside down. You've got to change many things in your life. So really, if most people will need some form of long-term care services in their lifetime, then why is it not a key? planning topic for people? That's a great question. And if you haven't included that long-term care discussion in your financial plan, I would have to say you really don't have a financial plan. You have a hope and hope is not a plan. An estimated 70% of people currently turning 65 will require some type of long-term care in their lifetime. And they'll receive care on an average of three years and, and wake up women, we will more than likely need it way longer. And about 18% of seniors are going to require more than one year in a nursing facility. That's that $102,000 a year bill. It's not a matter of if you're going to need it. It's a matter of when and how am I going to receive it? Absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons that we don't like to talk about it because it's too expensive. When you think $100,000, $50,000, that's a lot. And I mean, I hear from my friends that their parents had long-term care insurance and it got too expensive over the years as they got older. And so they canceled it. And after paying on it for many years, they canceled. So here's a question for you, Jeanette. How do you manage the costs of long-term care insurance properly? First of all, you're right. That happens more often than I like to say, because the premiums on traditional long-term care insurance are totally out of control. But that's not the only way to protect yourself. In fact, I don't recommend traditional long-term care unless you have a lot of financial resources 
to pay those escalating premiums. There are many ways to protect yourself against the devastating costs of long-term care needs, and that's why planning is so important to decide what's right for you. A single person may need a different type of protection than perhaps a married couple. And someone with all IRA savings, for instance, may need a different strategy than someone that has non-IRA savings. So you could see that even the kinds of money that you have saved for your future has to be taken into consideration. There are at least five ways to protect yourself for long-term care, and it needs to be, you got to understand which one's right for you. You can go the traditional long-term care insurance route, but you just have to be willing to have those unexpected expense increases with the insurance. You can use an asset backed, which is a beautiful way to protect yourself. It's a single premium protection, which is a great strategy for many. You can use hybrid life insurance because we have now these new cool life insurance solutions that allowed you to tap into the death benefit as a living benefit. And then there are income annuities with long-term care benefits built into them. Or finally, you could self-insure. I had a couple in my Palm Coast office yesterday that said, we are, we just want to self-insure. So we just need to make sure our financial plan allows us to pay for our own long-term care. And that's a beautiful thing. So you plan to ensure that happens. It's not all or none. It could be a blend of all of these. But how do you know if you haven't had the conversation and you haven't created a plan that looks all the, at all the various options? So we're talking about options. So what you're saying is, that you really, if you haven't considered the financial impacts of long-term care needs, you're really on a rocky road, right? Is that what you're saying? You're right. And I've been working with the client for two years. I'm going to call her Anne. And we created a plan for Anne, but she wasn't willing to implement the long-term care recommendation that I built for her in her integrated plan. And she was only 61 years old. She was recently divorced and she felt like she had enough time to pull it all together. That's usually what we think in our 60s. We implemented all the other financial recommendations, but not the long-term care. Let me fast forward two years, just two years, and now once long-term care because she has a chronic illness that's going to be debilitating, but she's not insurable because now she has that diagnosis. What you need to do is not wait till there's a point of need, but you have to think about how you want care and how you want that care to be funded and create a plan. And thank God if you never need to use it. That's a beautiful thing. I can't stress how important it is for you to open the dialogue and pick up the phone and give us a call to get you a plan that allows you to understand the impacts of long-term care. And I mean, this really could be the best decision that you've ever made preparing in advance. So for the next 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. There's no cost, there's no obligation. And understand something, this isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. As Jeanette was talking about earlier, there's so many different ways to look at it, and there's so many different plans to implement depending on your customization for your life. And here's what you'll get with your customized plan. A report that gives you the cost of your retirement to make sure you don't run out of money. We'll figure out the best time to take your Social Security, analyze the potential impact of a long-term care need, and also show you what would happen if you should lose a source of income. We'll make sure that your plan can survive the stress test. We'll definitely analyze your tax return to look at tax savings not only today, but when you begin using your IRAs. 
Finally, we'll look at your life insurance policies, annuity contracts, and anything else that you have to make sure that they provide your retirement journey with value based on your own goals. And all this is totally complimentary if you've saved $200,000 for retirement. Just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized lifestyle protection plan. And this is a great opportunity to meet with some of the greatest minds in income retirement planning. Give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive integrated retirement life plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. For just the next 10 callers on the show today who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022. We'll make sure we reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800 366 8022. You're listening to Women's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a minute. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. You know, I often hear you talk about social security and really how important it is to claim your benefits the right way, shall we say, or you could be leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table if you claim your benefit the wrong way. So Jeanette, I'd like to focus on the social security claiming decision because it seems to be one of the most important financial decisions in retirement planning for folks. That's a great uh, segment um, because in retirement, it's all about income planning. And since social security is a source of guaranteed lifetime income, we need to really begin to understand how to claim your benefit. And the claiming decision is not an age-driven decision, nor is it a date-driven decision. Let's, Angelia, begin by laying a foundation on what Social Security is, because I'm amazed that so many people don't really know what Social Security is and how they got that benefit. That's true. I mean, it really does make sense to briefly cover some foundational stuff, shall we say, because some people just don't know. I mean, including me, I'm sure there's things that I can learn. So lay it on us right now, Jeanette. Well, if you work in a job where you pay those FICA taxes, now that's what people don't understand what these taxes are for. And your employer pays on your behalf as well. They have a contribution they make. That money that comes out of your paycheck, it's a tax. I mean, your payroll amount is getting taxed and it's used to fund Social Security. So Social Security then takes your highest 35 of wage earning years and they put it through their formula and that's going to determine your benefit amount. So your Social Security benefit is basically based on your average earnings. And if you don't have 35 years of earnings, that's no problem. Social Security will be kind to you and they're going to average a zero for every year that you don't have earnings. No problem, you say. I mean, my math tells me, which I'm not good at math, but averaging zeros lower my benefit. Your math is very correct. Okay. And that doesn't have to be new math. That's why women generally have lower Social Security benefits because they step out of the workforce on average 19 years in various caregiving roles, and they end up compromising their lifetime income benefit from Social Security. And another reason why it's important to plan is because there are a combination of over 500 ways that you could 
claim your social security benefit. And a lot of people don't think that they can influence that social security benefit by working part-time, but sometimes part-time work could replace some of those zeros. So having a little amount of money, my new math tells me calculated in your benefit will help your benefit go up. The planning required as to when to take Social Security is a function of how much do you want to benefit from the taxes that you've been paying during your working years. I don't know about you, Angelia, but I want a lot of value for the taxes that I pay. Absolutely. And I'm amazed at how many people just wake up one day at 62 or at 66, which is the typical full retirement age. It could be 67 and just take their benefit without any planning. Mm, And those are the ones that leave the money on the table and they regret it later once they do learn from someone else, shall we say, or somebody on the golf course or, you know, they learn another way and think, oh, I should have, could have, would have. Yes, that's, I think you're absolutely right. There's also an annual COLA increase in Social Security. And the larger your benefit, the higher the increase, obviously. So you want to take advantage of that. But if you claim at your earliest age 62, rather than the latest age at at 70, your benefit at 70 would be 76% higher than the benefit you would have received at 62. Now, I'm not suggesting everyone waits until 70 to claim your benefit, but it, it is better for you to use your IRAs and your 401ks for a few years and at least delay the claiming decision until your full retirement age, which is 66 or 67. It's based on your birth year. And at least you get a 20 25% bump up from your early retirement age of 62. Angelia, you see the benefits are taxable and you'll pay taxes on up to 85% of your social security benefit based on how you're using other savings and what you're using to supplement social security. Social security was never intended to be the sole amount of money you need to live on. It should represent about 18, 19%. So the Social Security claiming decision needs to take into consideration how much of that benefit you can keep to use for your lifestyle. Sometimes it does make more sense to spend down your IRA assets and delay your Social Security benefit so you can increase the benefit the rest of your life. And secondly, you don't have to pay as much in taxes. Got it. Okay. So, but a few years ago, there was a lot of press about changes to social security filing that impacted couples. Let's talk about that. Yes, we lost a couple of cool planning strategies, but there's still a lot available. And one in particular still applies to those born before 1954 or earlier, where you can file what's called a restricted application. And then you could put some extra money in your pocket. And in this situation, when you file a restricted application and you claim off of a spouse, you claim off of your spouse's earnings record to allow you to claim off of your own earnings record at age 70. So you could 
file a restricted application and claim now at your full retirement age. And then at age 70, you can claim your own benefit. And in some situations, this does put more money, quite a bit of more money in your pocket. Angelia, there are so many misconceptions about Social Security with regard to widows, widowers who can claim at age 60. That's the cool thing and how they can switch from a survivor's benefit to their own benefit since the survivor benefit is reduced. So you really need to understand if you want to get more out of the Social Security system, out of that benefit you paid for while you were working, you don't need to worry about claiming it now because Social Security is going to go away. No, you don't need to worry about that. You'll just need to make sure you have the proper Social Security planning. And that's why we offer a customized Social Security analysis. So you can really look at all the different planning scenarios that are available to you specifically for your unique life situation and the best way to claim your social security benefit. And that's the important thing is unique to you. And here at Women's Worth, we're passionate about our belief that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And that's why we offer a free consultation to our radio listeners to help keep you on that path. For the next 10 callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement, we're offering a free consultation to help you determine how prepared you are to handle retirement planning challenges, like when to claim your social security benefit, income loss, inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. So you've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to help you protect and grow your savings. There are a wide variety of tools and services available in that financial world that we can help you zoom in on. And we'll show you how to harness those tools and services to create a plan that's tailored just for you. And we'll show you how to achieve a lifetime of security thanks to a lifetime of income. And this is a great opportunity to meet with some of the greatest minds in retirement income planning. Give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And for the next 10 callers on the show today who call 800 366 8022, that's 800-366-8022, we'll make sure to reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. Thanks so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio today. We've had a great show talking about how you can be prepared for a dignified and worry-free retirement. Have a great week and we'll see you next week at Woman's Worth because it's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and all the way through retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product future and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.